Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the pod that shares the stories of those affected by suicide. Lost a loved one? Attempted it yourself? Come listen in with your host, Elaine Lindsay. Elaine's mission? End the silence, stigma, and shame about suicide, ideation, and mental health. Sharing your burden can lighten your load. Elaine says we must normalize the conversation to make it easier for you to voice your pain and be able to ask for help. Reaching out to another human being when you're in need of a listening ear must become the norm. Please note, the Suicide Zen Forgiveness podcast is for education only. Some of this subject matter could be triggering. For those of you that are either grieving or having mental health problems, please call your local suicide hotline or mental health office if you need immediate help. And now, here's your host, Elaine Lindsay. Good morning, it's Elaine Lindsay with Suicides and Forgiveness. Today's podcast is going to be relatively short and a little bit different. I just wanted to uh, start December with a little notice about what you'll be seeing for the next couple of weeks. It's not going to be a podcast per se. I want to say thank you to our guests. I want to be sure and acknowledge that it's not easy going on screen, sometimes not even going on screen, just being on audio and putting yourself out there with your own story, with all, all the good bits, all the bad bits, all the trauma, all things that perhaps you wish you could have changed. And yet, all of our guests came on the show and shared with you some of the toughest times in their lives. We really don't believe in comparisons, certainly not in this realm. But it is, it is hard not to be touched and to have yourself feel so, so much angst for those that have suffered. And there is not a guest that has not been through the fire, so to speak. So I really do want to take this month and offer our thanks and little tidbits so that perhaps people can go back and watch those shows again. There may be something that particularly speaks to you and you can go in and either re-listen or re-watch the show and perhaps find yet a little more hope for you to take. The other thing I wanted to do today, because I think it's incredibly important, is um, say, hooray Canada, number 30th. This year, Canada adopted the 988 system, and it is the hotline which gives people access to suicide prevention services via call or text, which I think is important. But it is now available in all provinces and territories here in Canada, and it's available 24-7, free of charge. The goal 
for Canada is to prevent suicide. And the calls and the texts will be directed to a network of partners in different communities across the country, which I think is important as well, making sure that uh, there are people that are within the community that you live in for people that are calling the hotline. It is certainly long overdue as far as I'm concerned, but it gives everybody in all the provinces, all the territories, access. If you're having anything, any problems, any mental health problems, it's a crisis or you need immediate support, then call 988. Uh, It's there for you. It is, they say, similar to 911 that you use for accessing fire, police, medical emergencies. The 988 Suicide Crisis Helpline is short, it's easy to remember, and you'll get a quick response. And that's coast to coast here in Canada. It's certainly not before time. Now, we have a list on our site here with the podcast of help numbers in Canada, US, Ireland, Britain, Scotland, England, Wales, and in Northern Ireland, and uh, I believe Australia. I would like to be sure that we're adding all the numbers that we can. So if there's a number, or if there's a number in your country that we don't have available on that access uh, to help page, please share it with us. There is an email that you'll find on the page as well. And you can share that with us and I will be sure and have it added to our access page. I want to be sure that wherever you are in the world, you understand that there, there is someone there that's willing to listen because very often that's all we need. We need someone to listen, someone to acknowledge that we matter and you do matter. That's critically important to understand. Even at the worst of times, when you're feeling super low, if you reach out, that's why those numbers are there. To give you someone that can listen, to give you access to another human being, which quite often is so important because it really is a lifeline. It's a lifeline when there's someone there. They don't have to solve your problem. They're not necessarily there to change the world. They're there to give you what you need at that moment. And what we often need is someone to listen. Just to let us acknowledge that we're not alone. Because although it can be very difficult, uh, mental illness can make you feel alone. There are times where just life in general can beat you down. So you feel that there's, there's nothing but you in the world. And those lifelines just can give you that, that little nugget of hope that allows you to take breath to 
reach out to someone else and to get through that moment, get through that particular crisis. And sometimes you may have to call back. You may need the service more than once. And that's okay. That's why the service is there. And I think it's super important for us to always understand. You can always reach out. You can always call. And in some countries, it may not be 988. It may be a longer number. And that's okay, too. Taking the time to breathe and call someone to reach out, just that little bit of time, those few seconds of calming yourself down can also be useful. Now, this is not going to be a long video at all. It's, it's to me just critical that we acknowledge that this number is now throughout Canada and the U.S., which I think is really important to have that, um, well, to have the unity in North America, if you will, of a service that we can all access. And stretching that around the world and making sure that there are numbers for people to call anywhere in the world, I believe is very important. And that's why I want to be sure that for each country that we can find numbers that we can offer on our access page because you never know when you might need it. And having something easily accessible all in one place can be very important. It's, it's horrible to be in crisis. It's horrible to feel yourself alone, just you against the world, if you will. And just knowing that there is a number out there, there's somewhere you can reach out to. That can be comforting. That can be that small lifeline that you need. And knowing or reinforcing this for people I think is super important. I'm not a trained crisis counselor. I am not in any way um, qualified to, to give any kind of advice. Yet I really do think it important for us to make it known to everybody that there is somewhere to call. Because I have learned through the hard way that going it alone and doing everything yourself is absolutely not the answer. And it's amazing when you reach out, when you reach out for people, there, there is someone there. And having more access and being able to easily get to a number that you can call can be so very important. I'm going to suggest too that if you have a tough time and if you suffer with ideation or you have 
with serious depression or anxiety or things that give you days where you have difficult thoughts and if this is something that you live with, then I'm going to suggest that you put a little card in your wallet and you put at least one of these numbers in your wallet so that you have the number handy at all times. Now, I know some people will reflect it's only three numbers. Yes, it is. But when you are in crisis, sometimes it's really hard to think. It's hard to get past what's going on in your head. And having that physical card in your pocket or wherever that, that you can reach for and give yourself something to concentrate on can be useful as well. And that's part of why I want to be sure that we have as many numbers as we can get accessible to everyone because you never know who is watching the podcast. I never know where you might be, what country you're in. And the idea of the podcast is to offer just that little bit of hope. So with that hope, a number you can call, I think, is incredibly important. That's all for today. I always end with make the very best of your today every day. And I want to encourage you to please come back in December and watch and maybe listen to a couple of bits on our past guests. Always say thank you to each and every one of them for bearing their souls on the show. And we'll be back with a regular programming for podcast with new guests in January that will uh, cover the whole holiday season, but December we'll have uh, our weekly show. It will not be a show as normal. There will not be a guest story. There will be thank yous to a number of our guests, and each week we will do some more. And give you access to some of their past podcasts so that you too can take that little bit of hope from something you see there. Thank you very much. I wish for everyone a safe and hopefully joyful season, at least to be safe and warm and know that you matter, and know you have somewhere to reach out to. I'm Elaine Lindsay, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for being here for another inspiring episode of Suicide Zen Forgiveness. We appreciate you tuning in. Please subscribe and download on your favorite service, and check out SZF's YouTube channel or Facebook community. If you have the chance to leave a five-star rating or review, it'd be greatly appreciated. Please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from the hope and inspiration from our guests. Suicide Zen Forgiveness was brought to you by the following sponsors. Truel Social Media, the digital integration specialists. 
Let them get you rocking page one in the search results. Canada's keynote humorist Judy Croon, motivational speaker, comedian, author, and stand-up coach at Second City, Judy has been involved for over a decade in the City Street Outreach Program in Toronto. Lisa Sugarman, Boston-based author, columnist, and crisis counselor with The Trevor Project, America's largest suicide and crisis support network for at-risk LGBTQ youth, storyteller with the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI, survivor of suicide loss, and mental health advocate. Lisa's purpose aligns with the lanes as Lisa shares content and sparks conversations to help end the stigma of suicide and connect people with the support and hope they deserve. Do you have a story to share? Do you know someone you think would be a great guest? Please go to szf42.com. And for our American listeners, that's szf42.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you again.